With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Monday, August the 31st, 2015, and as always, I'm your host, John Hansen, as we do each and every month over the same virtual airways of the Block Talk Radio Network, we bring to you Buyers Meeting Point's Kelly Barner, who provides us with some interesting, I guess what you'd call audio sound bites of uh, conferences, experts talking about important subjects that affect the world of procurement. Let's just say it's a very, very interesting cornucopia. Yes, I use the word cornucopia on, on the air of, of uh, insights and understanding uh, as to what's reshaping the world in which we live. And, and I'm talking about the procurement world. So without further delay, let's welcome back to the show, Kelly Barner. Thank you, John. This week, our guest audio comes from Dustin Madison. His Future of Supply Chain podcast series offers weekly interviews with leading supply chain thought leaders. The podcast can be seen on YouTube, and his blog is part of the Canaxis Supply Chain Expert community. In this podcast, Madison interviews Julio Franca, a director at the global boutique management consulting firm Spin Consulting. The excerpt we are about to hear is the very first question of the podcast, and in it, Franca addresses where procurement should report in the organization relative to supply chain. Let's listen. Uh, and my first question is regarding uh, procurement and supply chain. Um, right now, there's some controversy whether procurement should be part of the supply chain. Um, others say it should be a standalone function. So what are your experiences and advice on this subject? Well, thanks, thanks again for having me here. And uh, I think it's a good question. It's a, it's a controversy uh, in the market. Uh, in my view, it's not a either or a solution. It's more about how your business is structured and what are the key priorities in the business. I would say most, first and foremost, it's important that supply chain and procurement work very closely together independently on the, the organizational structure. Uh, having said that, I see benefits in having the procurement uh, directing, uh, reporting directly, for example, for a CEO level or for the, you know, for the board of the company, uh, especially in two moments when you have a high need for rapid and uh, significant cost cutting. Uh, so, for example, as we had in 2008-2009 in the downturn of the economy, we had uh, quite a number of organizations moving CPO directly reporting to CEO. As at the end of the day, uh, these guys are managing, you know, anywhere from 50 to 60, 80 percent of the cost of the company when you consider direct and indirect uh, materials, including services from. Uh, 
HR outsourcing, finance outsourcing, and so forth. Uh, having said that, uh, I think that's not only the only reason, cost cutting is not the only reason. I think there's also a different uh, setup where you have uh, procurement being so much, uh, suppliers being so much into the core business what, uh, uh, of your uh, business strategy, then you have uh, CPOs who are ultimately managing or leading directly the, the relationship with suppliers, reporting to the CEO, as they are um, suppliers are as I expect to bring value to add value to the business. So you can think about link, um, a new product uh, development coming from suppliers who, you know, most of the cases or some or most of the cases, they know more about, you know, a specific technology, let's call it a, a, a packaging technology, for example. They, they, these guys know more than, than the, 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 the clients, the, 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 the ones that are getting the, buying the goods. Uh, and then there's a high need for these guys to be, you know, working very closely with R&D at the top level in the business. Uh, value generation cannot only be through R&D, but you can have a, a new market ideas and a new go-to-market uh, uh, solutions. And even uh, if you think about uh, outsourcing parts of the business or keeping, you know, extreme case, keeping only uh the really core marketing and sales development all of that and except and all the the rest of that is then managed directly by the cpo or chief supply chain officer uh, who is leading this extended supply chain it comes as no real surprise that there is not one definitive answer to where procurement and supply chain should report relative to each other what I find interesting here are the variables and criteria Franca shared that help an organization make sure they have the proper reporting alignment and hierarchy. The three variables I came away with after listening to Franca's response are, one, the role of cost-cutting in enterprise strategy, two, the role of suppliers in the core business, and three, the line between internal operations and external services or supply. So the role of cost-cutting is not necessarily consistent. While in small margin businesses and industries, cost-cutting is procurement's bread and butter, for other companies or industries, this approach only comes up in the face of external downturns, such as the ones we saw in 2008. When cost-cutting is key over the long term, procurement is likely to have a higher visibility position in the enterprise. The close tie between the need to aggressively manage costs and the company's ability to deliver a desirable product or service to the customer requires that procurement be central to planning and projections. The same is not true for cost-cutting as a one-time adjustment or initiative. Although procurement's influence may rise in times of elevated concern, the executive team knows the difference between short and long-term trends, and they're unlikely to give procurement a promotion in response to conditions that are not expected to last. That does not mean that there is no upside for procurement. Any successful exposure to the C-suite is an opportunity for improved communication, understanding, and positioning. The role of suppliers is the second variable Franca identified in determining where procurement should report. If there are critical collaborative supplier relationships required to build and maintain competitive advantage, Procurement needs to be close to the C-suite so they can be sure those suppliers are focusing their efforts in the right areas for current and future requirements. Just as hitting the right price point in a low-margin business is mission critical, 
Having suppliers that deliver in line with expectations and core strategy is essential for companies with a collaborative supply chain. In this case, procurement is less a lever than they are a relationship manager or a facilitator, serving as the go-between from the business to suppliers and making sure the right information is exchanged at the right time to enable accurate decision making. The last variable, the line between internal operations and supplier contributions, is perhaps less of a third variable and more of a re-examination of the second. All businesses rely on their suppliers in some way. This may range from only outsourcing facility maintenance at headquarters, from an almost completely third-party delivered business model where only sales and marketing are actually on the direct payroll. When procurement aspires to hold a seat at the executive table, they should be able to identify the line for their own organization and use that to justify their case. When only indirect spend is managed by procurement, it will be very hard to sell the idea that this necessitates a C-level procurement position. On the other hand, when a solid percentage, or more importantly, a solid but growing percentage of the direct spend or operational effort is managed by suppliers, it's hard for the C-suite to continue insisting that procurement is an administration or peripheral function. Where does your organization stand on Franca's three variables, and how well does it align with procurement's current reporting alignment and relative rank in the organization? Can you identify where on the spectrum of indirect to critical direct or operational spend procurement's responsibility has? If you have any thoughts or feedback about this episode, reach me directly on Twitter, at BuyersMeetPoint, or on LinkedIn, or by visiting BuyersMeetingPoint.com. Please also listen to some of my other Procurement Perspectives podcasts available on Blog Talk Radio and SoundCloud. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.